0: Everybody, what is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the
1: Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter.
0: Thanks for joining. I am in the podcast studio with one of our faithful Watermark members, Mr. Craig Winning.
1: Hey, everybody. How you doing?
0: Craig, I am glad you're here. Uh, We just met literally 10 minutes ago, and I would love to know a little bit about how you came to know the Lord and then fast forward what's got up to in your life now.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, I was one of uh, those people who came up in the church and uh, knew the Lord, but I would say I had pretty shallow spiritual roots. So, one of my first questions when I uh, meet Jesus is going to be, Was I saved at 13 or in my 20s? Hmm. Because my story was marked from um, going off to college, and I was sort of always the good guy and the nice guy relative to my friends, but um, I would just be less crazy as they were. And so, that moral relativism doesn't work really well on God's standard and it Mm. leads you down pretty dark paths. And so eventually by my 20s, I was chasing pretty hard after the world and uh, really looked nothing like a believer. And so um, that led me down just a time when uh, I was, uh, basically, with friends and just making poor decisions, and sort of stepped back and kind of like, who, who have I become? Uh, this is not who I set out to become, and really set me on a journey of what do I believe? I grew up in the church, but is that truth? And so, hmm. I went down a pretty deep apologetics path, and ultimately came uh, and really trust in Christ. So I'd say I probably was saved at a young age, but I didn't pick up my cross and follow Him until my twenties. And so, uh, now fast forward, uh, I've been walking faithfully with him for you know 20 plus years, which dates me a little bit, gives you a little bit hint of my age. And um, uh, now three kids, uh, my wife Julie is a rock star, we've been plugged in here at Watermark for um, the last uh, 17, 18 years, which has been great. Um, and it's just, we now lead foundation groups, we've been doing community group shepherding, we've, we've kind of been on a ton of different paths. We used to lead students in a small group, and uh, two of my small group guys are now my son's small group leader, so it's fun to make a big church small, and it's just, when you get older, it's fun to see the fruit off your tree in ministry and just watch young people you've invested in now investing in your young people, so it's pretty awesome.
0: That's so awesome, and what do you do for work? Yeah, so I work in
1: investment, so um, I help people manage their capital.
0: Cool. That goes way over my head, but I love that for you, <laughs> Greg. Well, how about we just jump right into Numbers 13? How does that sound?
1: Yeah, Numbers 13. What a great passage. So, my oldest is named Caleb. His name's Caleb James Winning. And Caleb, uh, obviously, Caleb and Joshua in this passage are sort of a famous passage of these guys Absolutely. going out and checking out the promised land, and um, you have um, them going as spies, and you've got all the other guys coming back and reporting and saying, hey, there's these big giants here. We can't do it. And obviously, Caleb and Joshua stand up and Stand up for what's right, and so that um, faithful, obedient uh, is what Caleb means. And um, James, ironically, was um, a friend of mine in business school who died in the tsunami. And so James was a good buddy that I never shared the gospel with. And so Caleb and James are sort of a contrast between, hey, be faithful and, and do what's right, but also don't forget about a sense of urgency of sharing the gospel. So mm-hmm. his name has real meanings for us, and hopefully for him. And in this passage, everyone goes to Caleb as sort of this guy who's just this legendary. William Wallace figure who comes in and says, hey, our God's big enough. But what we forget is, you know, while Caleb is that, he also was a guy guy who just remembered. He remembered God's promises, he remembered God's power, he remembered God's previous provisions. And I think so often, you know, whether it's the Israelites that we make fun of or the Pharisees, we don't see ourselves in the story that we're just as quick to forget. We forget all the time what God's done. And um, it's really, if we can just remember God's goodness in our own life, That'll often lead us down more standing up for what's right paths. Then then we don't have to be this hero figure like we we picture Caleb
0: Mm. being. That's amazing. Uh, One, I'm encouraged by the intentionality behind your son's name. That's special and a very tangible reminder. How old is he? Uh, He's 14. So he gets it.
1: Yeah, I hope so. I mean, we have that conversation a lot. Um, all of our kids have names that have meaning, and he's a little taller than me now, so I kind of have to look up to him now, which is a little funny as a, <laughs> it's as funny a dad. It is funny
0: as a dad, yeah. How have those truths come alive in your own life?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, now that I've walked with Christ long enough, I mean, I think we all struggle with fear in different mm-hmm. things. It may be worry about kids. It could be money troubles. It could be health issues. It could be family um, and I just, you know, fear is often said as, you know, the lack of trust in God. And while it's fair, um, I think it's just, it's not remembering. I mean, a God is just a God of faithfulness. And um, it's just so easy. Like, you look at young people today and anxiety is just wreaking havoc. And I just mm-hmm. think we forget either that God's able or willing to help us. And so, for me, I just, it, it's given me great peace to go, hey, if this is the same God who showed up. Um, I mean, even my wife and I's story of how we met we had challenged a little bit at the beginning having kids. And so just watching sort of God's hand at work through so many different circumstances. Caleb, our oldest, Mm -hmm. he had four kidney surgeries in his first year of life. And uh, we just watched God, you know, when um, when we were first pregnant, they said, yeah, we don't typically do surgeries in the first year because of the risk. And then the doctor walks in, you know, three weeks into his life and says, we have to do surgery and, I kind of look at him and he's like, don't make me have the conversation as to why we're doing this in mm-hmm. front of your wife. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just watching him go in the operating room, they wheel him away and you just sort of going, all right, Lord, this has got to be you because otherwise, you know, we're going to freak out here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just watching him show up so many times before, I like the rocks of remembrance of just, you know, if we truly memorialize these things. We can end up with just a a really sweet reminder of god's goodness and it doesn't always end up with a perfect story but you know at the same time he calls us to have peace that transcends understanding if we really understand his goodness and know him and so for me it's just given me great peace and i lost my dad in 2018. there's been trials throughout life and i just there's so much more peace now watching how god's gone before and every story doesn't end perfectly but but he's good
0: but you've seen his faithfulness like Caleb, remembering what God has promised and that yeah. faithful obedience that no matter what comes, I'll cling to it. I want to, your son's name, the second half, James, Yeah. a friend of yours that you didn't get to share the gospel with. Yeah. Um, what does that urgency look like for you in your workplace to remember what God's promised and to live on mission?
1: Yeah, it's so good. I mean, I work in a, in a job that, um, you know, people entrust something they often hold dear, sometimes too dear, which mm-hmm. is money. And you, know, you have to walk the fine balance between earning the right to speak into someone's life. Um, we work with one client who's, you know, so I used to work on staff here at Watermark. So sure. on my bio, it shows, you know, it shows that I used to work here. And so mm-hmm. it's pretty obvious sort of where I fall based on my bio. And so this client was Jewish and said, hey, is it okay if I'm a Jewish person that works with you guys? And I'm like, sure, as long as you don't mind me using the Old Testament and the New Testament <laughs> to help guide you, that's great. And then what a joy. Later on, I got to do her premarital counseling. Mm. She got married in her 60s and was able to, to walk through that. And it was just such a gift to be able to earn the right to then speak into her life. And so for me, you know, I, I think you have to, you know, people hire us to manage their money. They don't hire us to evangelize to them sure. at the same time. You're not going to miss opportunities. And so, i no. will often say, hey, and God's Word says this. And, hey, this is, an, this is a you know, pastor of my church says this. And this has been really helpful for me. Is that helpful for you? Yeah, it really is. Hey, can I pray with you? Hmm. Um, and so, eventually, that usually leads to gospel conversations. And so, the urgency, you know, even with James, he died in the tsunami back in, in 2000, gosh, was that 04? Um, and so, uh, it's just been, you know, I we don't have infinite time. And so as God and the Holy Spirit presents opportunities, you know, lean into that and speak truth to them, uh, in kindness, ask how they're doing, how are the kids doing? And so, yeah, I'd say God's given me a great front row seat, uh, to build trust with people quickly and then to use that opportunity to, to share the, his goodness with them.
0: I love it, Craig. I'm, en- I'm encouraged by you. I think those listening will be encouraged as well to live on mission In their workplace to be like Caleb and Joshua rather than the Israelites and and walk in boldness, knowing that God's got us. Yeah. And he's he's got us on mission for a reason. Any final challenges or reflection questions you want to leave our listeners with?
1: One of the things I touched on in the Devo was just, you know, these other uh, Israelites that went out, the other spies— these guys were, were pretty courageous. These were chosen from each of the tribes. These were some mm-hmm. of the best of the best. And I think it's easy to forget that we can either trust the witness of God or the witness of men. You know, these other spies went out and they were expecting, uh, you know, these giants. And and I think, and I, I just, I love that Caleb still trusts the witness of God. If you fast forward, it's easy it's easy to forget. Like people take this passage and they forget this is the same Caleb who in Joshua 14 Uh, when they enter the promised land, says, hey, give me Hebron. Give me the mountainous region. He's Mm. 85. Give me the hard land with the Anakite giants and let me take them. Like, God's still able. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm still able because I trust God and I want the hard land to go take these guys that I spot on, you know, 40 years before. And so that whole... it's just such a great reminder. Caleb was, at 85, this guy was just as faithful as he was in 45. He wasn't young, eager, I've got this, and sort of, you know, the walking on water, but wasn't ready. He was ready, and he was ready at 45, and he was ready at 85 to take him. And so, mm. you know, we'll often have to have opportunities to see, other people will say, hey, this doesn't make sense. We can't do this in the church. Uh, you know, they just forget God's able. And so, I just love that Caleb always clung to this whole, you know, I'm going to trust God's promises, not what the men around me are doing.
0: So good. Craig, thank you for being here. Yeah, you're welcome. Appreciate you coming in. And as always, I am so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together.
1: Amen. Hey, we want to thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe, because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.